1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I was waiting on some some hype music, but I guess we didn't pick any music. Oh, there oh, it is! Oh, it's coming in. Yeah. It's a little more praise and worship. I'm oh, okay. okay. With that. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. picked this.
2: I didn't, but. I'm
1: okay with praise and worship. Okay. I'm, I'm hey, a much more go praise and worship in. type hey, person. Yeah, I, yeah, hey, I feel it. Yes. Let's get the spirit going. No, it's all good. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you don't know, who you are, you are at the Preachers of Detroit after show. I'm so excited. Um, first of all, I just want to let you know that as always, we want to make sure that you subscribe to Afterbus TV. Um, we want to make sure that you go to youtube.com backslash Afterbus TV. Also go to YouTube and SoundCloud. Subscribe to our channels. Uh, that will you get preview to all the channels that we have going on. And also, also, you can uh, live tweet us during our show. And you can use the hashtag #abtvpod for AfterBus TV, Breach of Detroit. I am your host, Lim Gonzalez, and you can find me on social media at the Poet Saint, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a full house tonight. Hey, Very excited, hey. uh, sir! Right next to me. Why don't you give your name and where they can find you?
3: What's up, you guys? How y'all doing? Hey, I'm glad to be here. My name is Patrick Paul, and you can find me on my social at Patrick Paul. Everything else. So that's P-A-T-R-I-C. No K, Paul. Instagram, Twitter. Eat my website, Patrick Paul. There it is. Mm-hmm.
4: And I'm your host, T K Murphy. And my Twitter handle is ForeverTK. T K. And my Instagram is The Model Citizen. And that citizen spelled C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-N-E.
2: And of course, I am Gary Thomas, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Gary Thomas <laughs> and I am Gary
1: All right. So, let's get into this episode. I'm really excited. Um, we've been, uh, I want to get into, I, I had the privilege, and we're going to get into this in a little bit, but I had the privilege of interviewing uh, last week um, Pastor David Bullock um, oh, here at AfterBuzz. Cool. So, it was a really good interview. Um, I hope that you all t- tuned in to watch it. If you didn't get a chance to see it, you can go to YouTube.com. Again, if you subscribe to the channel, you can find it there. Really amazing interview. Really good guy. But like I said, uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. Some of the things he had to say about the show I want to kind of bring out. Um, but first, I want to talk Talk about um, Bishop Corletta. So,
4: everybody's
2: always coming for coming for Corletta. That's my I mean, homie right there. No, I no, like no, Bishop.
4: No. I, I like her too. I'm I'm just like, whoa, how you doing, yeah, girl? It was, it was a lot
2: of tea to sip in that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. I mean, yeah. the
1: thing is, yeah. you well, so you I see, right? Yeah. And we and we know that based on the you know pilot episode that you know she was the one that. Kind of, you saw that she was going to have some issues with mm-hmm. her husband mm-hmm. yeah. um, because of her stance. You know, her being a bishop. Yeah. Also, there just sounds like there's just some uh, personal things between them two right. that they have to work out. So we knew that it was coming up. I didn't realize it was going to be this early mm-hmm. that we we're going to see. You know, kind of the the friction there. Um, but I kind of want to you know talk about that because first of all, I think one of the major factors is that um, they both live in two different cities.
3: Mm-hmm. So.
1: Um, you know, it sounds like initially it was a situation where uh, they were kind of together and then he was kind of living where he was living. They right. kind of came together, but she was gone all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it worked out, you know, I yeah. guess. OK, mm-hmm. now it's a situation where she kind of wants to have that nesting situation. I want mm-hmm. you here, baby. Right. Yeah. Da, 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 da. So what do you think about, you know, first of all, just having a spouse that's in another city, another state? Well, me personally, I I, I couldn't do it.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, I tell my friends all the time that I try to go through like long distance relationships. I just say they don't work. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. But to be this evangelist and she started her career off basically being in and out of town and you know when you are dealing with somebody in their entertainment mm-hmm. they're gonna be gone all the time right mm-hmm. and she she got she does uh, her speaking engagements all mm-hmm. over the place mm-hmm. and she mentioned in the show that you know this is how we started and i know i was gone a lot mm-hmm. but you're here right. and he and he mentioned that you know i was here for you i was cleaning washing clothes right. cooking right. and i was home alone mm-hmm. so gotcha. that kind of hit to my heart but wait a uh, minute I'm sorry. That's what she said.
2: That's what she, she said. She did say that, and, and I, the work in the ministry is so, it's so broad, and when you are on that pedestal, you know, it does take a lot. But my thing with the whole story was, what does Gil do? Right,
4: right, right. 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 What sorry, does, does he do? do?
1: Did anybody stop
2: and say, <laughs> why do you need yeah. there? Yeah. That's Tommy.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <job?"> <laughs> right. Well, she did say, and I was thinking the same thing, and I think like most viewers were like, what is mm. keeping you there? Right. And I even <laughs> went as far as to rewind, uh, kind of what he said, and I still didn't get it because she kind of posed the question to him, right. and he didn't really say anything about it like, what is keeping you yeah. there? And then it was like, nothing. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, okay, I'm out. No. I'm leaving. Yeah. I got a one way ticket. Deuces. Well, how what? about
4: when he was having um, breakfast uh-huh. in the cafe? Right. And, you know, he said, he alluded You're to. you talking about
1: he was talking to Greg. Talking yep. to Greg. Uh huh.
4: And he said, you know, I have a serious problem. Mm-hmm. And I was curious as to, like, what problem, what problem? was he talking about? Yeah. Right. But, but, you know, you know that's like that honey bunny she was. Was
2: talking about right. Right. Wait a no, I think that that was the moment of transparency where he was finding like you know what my time here is over mm-hmm. you know I don't have any ties to Detroit of right. as far as my life you know mm-hmm. the only tie I have is my wife right now right. and I think that's the, 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 the lack it's of honesty in their relationship he's yeah. not telling her you know yeah. I really don't feel anything right. yeah. here yeah. anymore yeah. 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 well I think
1: it's a situation too when you're you know of an of an elderly age or older age True. you kind of get set in your ways mm-hmm. old uh-huh. people don't be mad at that
3: <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> <set. laughs>
0: what Or logically experienced,
1: whatever you want to call it. And the only reason why I say that is I remember there was a case in point with my grandparents. And I remember when uh, my grandparents, they were from Southern California, or not from initially, but they lived for many years in Southern California. Mm -hmm. And my grandfather, he um, was set in that. You know, he was set where he lived. He had his friends. He had everything that was going on. My grandmother decided she wanted to live closer to the rest of our family, Mm -hmm. who were all in Sacramento, California, up north. So. It took him like two years for him to move. Like they were still together, but he was like, "I'm not ready to move yet." And he mm-hmm. stayed in Oxnard and was doing his thing. And then finally, he missed her enough to where, like, "Okay, I'm gonna go." Mm-hmm. So I can kind of see. I'm not saying that it's the right thing, or but I think in his situation, I think it's, he's he's where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it? He's in North Carolina, yeah, right? right? Yeah. So he's he's set there. I don't know if he's born and raised there. We don't really yeah. know that. It could be a situation where that that's, that's what, how it's right. We he may did, find out
3: more. He says some he says something that touched me basically. Mm-hmm. When he said that he came to visit one summer, summer and stayed for 36 years, right. I was like, wow, wow,
1: yeah,
3: wow. So wherever he is now, mm-hmm. you can tell he had it up to here with Detroit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what problems he had in Detroit besides right. his wife, but sure. he's done with Detroit. Right. You Sorry. can just tell that. I mean, even right. when what does he do?
2: <laughs> we don't
3: know what he does,
1: but he's but does not he have happy the,
3: in Detroit. i tell he, you that. Does he have
1: a job there? Does he have to, but that's the thing, does he have to do something? <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't just live somewhere. He might just be retired. Well, might because be show,
3: retire what is, like? Because like, is he doing there? Not, because the show's not directed around him, Right. I'm thinking, they're thinking the audience don't care what he really do, right. but because we're talking about what's keeping you in North Carolina, mm-hmm. I get, it might be prevalent to know, what do you do? You mm-hmm. can't do Bishop Corletta like that in my eyes. I need to know.
1: Well, this is the thing. He was saying, and this is in the conversation he was saying to Greg. Mm. He was saying, look, you know, we're talking about submission and head of the right. household and stuff like that. He feels like, okay, if I want to live in North Carolina, then you should move to, to North me. Carolina. Right. I'm not trying to be distant. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a situation where they want to be but distant. See, I didn't hear, hear, that. I hear that. Here's the I didn't thing. hear that. He no, would He hurt. did. He did. He, yeah. did. he said hurt, that
2: But here's the thing about, you know, being the head of household You have to keep her goals and dreams in mind as well as you make decisions. So she submits to you Mm -hmm. with that knowing that she's trusting you to do that. And you know she's an event, she's a bishop of this church, and it's kind of where God is pushing Mm -hmm. her path. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that without considering her feelings and her career? I I,
1: I totally understand that. And I think it's obviously they've been married 11 years. So Mm -hmm. this has been ongoing for probably the entire time Mm -hmm. they've been married, this dichotomy of them. Uh, they didn't I say. Know. I don't think so. If they've only been married eleven years, they yeah. probably if uh, it was both their they did say it was both their second like marriage. Papa looked yeah. like he so,
3: stole to me. I don't
1: know. I don't think honestly. I don't think anything. I don't think Gilbert is doing anything foul. I honestly think I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Too. I think
2: Gil has a little bit of a mouthpiece mm-hmm. on him. And yeah, he gets he's a chance, a flirt He starts running he his, cut, his cut, mouth. He was flirting he with the waiter in the diner. Yeah. Everybody yeah. caught yeah. that
4: right? Here comes the waiter. caught that right?
2: Wait
1: a second. right there bitties. Wait a second. Take, 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 take. Jill
0: is a little bit extra. You Come know
1: on. it. I don't think, for, extra? Wait, first of all, Bishop Vaughn. You're talking about extra. Bishop Vaughn is extra. And I think, too, she already... Let's look at the whole picture. Mm. Okay. She already has a problem with the whole submission. She does. And yeah. the whole She's strong yeah. She's very strong-minded. She and someone like him is probably like, I would rather be away from... Or, you know what I'm saying? In a situation where I'm comfortable. Yeah. Because in Detroit, he's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. She ends up taking that headship role, and he kind of plays a backseat... And he probably doesn't like that. Yeah. Right. And so that's why, again, I think it's important for him to be where he's comfortable. Yes, let's be married. Yes, let's live a happy life. Mm-hmm. But I want to be comfortable where I'm living.
2: Well, but they
4: need to work out some kind of, like, solution sure. where they can split the difference. Between right. The if, you're a wife,
2: if your wife comes to you and tells you, I don't like when you're gone. mm mm-hmm. You put that in your mind. He completely brushed it up. Didn't he said, Let me get my shirt right. I got things.
3: As yeah. soon as she <laughs> said, Yeah. As soon as she said, You know, I don't like it when you leave. Yeah, yeah. I thought he
1: was going to come over
0: there and well, give her a hug. hug. He said, like, like, I got a <laughs> shirt. am so like, Wow. You have
3: no love. love. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> yes.
1: I, 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 that was a moment that he could have, like, showed a tender side. And hugged her. I agree. She said, I don't like being here alone. I totally agree. But
4: in his mind, he's probably like, What about all them nights I was alone? Right. Exactly. And that's
1: that's what I'm saying. He's going with the pack. With the bat, she's like, "Are you trying to pay me back?" And I think, in some instance, he probably is Mm -hmm. because, again, it's like, wait a second, you know, I did all this for you. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to now do what I want to do, and you're not trying to be leeway for me. You know Mm -hmm. what I think? I think that he's
3: he's not really necessarily trying to get payback, but I think he's using payback as an excuse, as one of his excuses to do what he wants to do. do. No, No, that's what I I think. think, No,
1: I think so. No, I I don't think it's like direct payback in the sense like I'm going to do this to you just for the sense of payback. I think it's like, okay, well. If you want to take it like that, yeah. then fine. Yeah. Because this is what I want to do yeah. and I'm tired of bending and, to what you want. You're right. Because it sounds like he's done that pretty much for the entire day. Tell me this. Do you think he's a man uh, of
3: God
2: or a man of the cloth? I mean, he's get, not a man of the cloth. No. He is a man of God. I uh-huh. believe. I don't think she would marry him if he was. I okay. believe he's a strong believer. Mm-hmm. It, it, you mean does
3: that, he have like a title? Well, like, we were, we, we preacher, were just, yeah. Like basically, we were saying. I was like, maybe you know, he worked in the church some t- some type of capacity, right. and uh-huh. she was like, not right. necessarily.
1: He could have just been a member, right?
3: No, but I'm thinking. What do think you guys think? He think? Does. Yeah, I don't think he
1: does. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he has any type of position in ministry or anything her. like that. He could be a deacon or who knows. But I don't. I can't see them her being a bishop and then him not being a Christian or a or anything like that. Point. Absolutely. No, I think he definitely is is a believer. Um, and I think, too, that would also be her being a bishop that might, you mm. know, have some kind of, you know, that's why yeah. she's able but to kind of do what is, she yeah. has to do.
2: Because yeah. of her leadership role, there could be, you know, some church hurt within his, and within himself that is causing mm-hmm. this divide between them where his, his faith is a little bit teetering, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. of how he feels towards her and her leadership and how things have affected his marriage and his life. Mm-hmm. You know, some people will get affected like that very quickly.
1: Hmm. That's true too. I mean, I think there's there's a lot we are, I think we can all agree there's a lot of hurt hmm. in there. There's something that they have to patch together. Yeah. They have to work out amongst themselves. Maybe yeah. try some counseling um, or something yeah. like that. But uh, I'm gonna, I mean, it's on both ends. It's yeah. on both ends. It's no one person I think is at fault. Yeah. Um, I think it's on both of them, but they're all, they're both strong individuals and they have to come to a consensus. I like that she said
3: it's neither, it's neither one of the, those guys' fault. Sure. But the way she always presented, is all, it almost seems like it's his fault. Oh, Because when she said it at the, at oh, yeah. the, she's dinner, a woman. When she said oh, yeah. it at the <laughs> dinner, he, she didn't look at him <laughs> at all, not <laughs> <laughs> once. <laughs> she, she didn't yeah. look at him at all like once and you can see him sit back like, oh, she's gonna right. tell this story right. again. Well, like, no,
1: i mean, Going back and and that's a good point you brought up when they were at dinner that was that body language shows everything yeah what is it like 90 percent of communication yes, is nonverbal, verbal yep. and so you could see by his body language but and and i think that does relate to some of the issues mm-hmm. to why he is not so sold on being in detroit because mm-hmm. of how she is mm-hmm. so but i'm it. saying it's not at both at fault in the sense that he also you know he he's not you know obviously not very communicative with her and wanting to do that and not you know on the submissive side as far as what she wants, he's like, I'm done. But I think, and I want to put more on it, and I know you're a Bishop Corletta fan,
3: (laughs) Gary, but
1: I think that based on how she is and looking at dinner is a prime example of why it's very difficult to be married to her. What do you think about being submissive? Oof. to a man all of them <laughs> let well, me
4: sip tea I feel, I feel yes it's a tea. all three of us please sip yeah. a tea on that right, one right. we no, really went there I, I definitely feel in a relationship that both partners should it's about balance negotiation about understanding mm-hmm. each other right both, it's a time to surrender on both parts so you know as far as submitting and being subservient right. I don't know if I'd say that mm-hmm. but I definitely feel that there are times when a woman should surrender and mm-hmm. there's times when the man should mm-hmm. surrender
3: so in this particular situation, would you be submissive to a man that doesn't live in your house and then he's always gone? Would you feel like you have to be submissive to him even though he's gone?
4: well it doesn't seem like they're working together as a unit
2: maybe if so. she knew what he did right <laughs> yeah
4: if I had a little more back story, <laughs> yeah. if I had a little more back story, right. I could speak right. on okay. it right. I feel like it's a mystery alright
2: on a brighter note you know because y'all know I'm a, I'm a Bishop corletta fan but, what, uh, what do you like about, about her so much a, I like she's strong so 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 she's just powerful and yes. I think that for a woman and, mm-hmm. and she's just so uplifting it's, yes. it's so much yeah. more to see a woman in ministry because mm-hmm. you know you do see a lot of men right. when you see women like you know my first lady preaches as yes. well okay she she is in your teeth like yeah. she tells you and it's so much it's so po- much more powerful right. to see someone different and, and to see what she's doing for young women mm-hmm. but on a on a at that right. dinner, mm-hmm. I was happy to see her and Dorinda together mm-hmm. they pinned them as enemies because of their oh, ideas right. just the way they the clips they pick right. and it was so good to just see them sit down and be cordial and right. you know just share lives yeah. and right. just because yeah. they've known each other a really long time right, right. yeah I agree That's true. yeah I, but i think I think at that time when she, when uh when
3: they asked is he submissive to you? Mm-hmm. And and he he mm-hmm. chimed in. He was like, yeah, all the time. Right. And, and she was like, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he got the you. he got yeah. the notes. I don't know if he got something yeah. like you ain't supposed to say that. Yeah. But, but it was Come all
1: good. Yeah. But it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. I kind of want to move on into yeah. okay. uh, get into Pastor Shelby and uh, the Shelby. Yes. Oh. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, and taking out his daughters. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we see that uh, his daughter um, in this particular one is Amber, mm-hmm. who's his youngest daughter. She's turning 16. And um, part of what he does mm-hmm. is he takes out you know his daughters on their 16th birthday birthday out on a date
3: and it's That's her amazing. first That's date amazing. and
1: uh so he you know he shows him a good time and basically and the point is to show him a good man yeah. and he's their father and what a good man is supposed to do mm-hmm. um i just kind of want to get your thoughts on that particular thing um what do you think with that, do you think it's a good idea for that? Do you right. think it's sending uh, a good message uh, as far as, you know, for the daughter? I'd like you to chime Absolutely, in, TK. Absolutely, because
4: usually a, woman, a woman's relationship with her father mm-hmm. is, will trickle into her relationships with her significant partner. Sure. So, you know, I feel like the father being dominant in his daughter's lives, that is very important because, you know, it's like the father is the first man that a young child is going to love. Mm-hmm. So he does set the standard. And, you know, and like she said, she was fortunate to have that opportunity. And there's a lot of women out here that didn't get that chance with mm-hmm. their father. They didn't grow up with them or, you know, it's like they have a, a strange relationship. Sure. So, you know, I think that's very, um, you know, influential for her life because now everybody else who comes into her life right. has to meet that it's standard. A high standard. It's exactly. a high
1: standard. Now, that being said, I know that with him and me and Gary have talked a couple of times regarding kind of how they treat their their daughters and their children. In general, mm-hmm. um, seems like they're they have a lot of uh, handle on what goes on, you know, in their children's lives. Uh, you know, they have the Shelby Five, mm-hmm. uh, the knockoff of the Jackson Five, as we talked about. Jerry <laughs> shaking his head, um, <laughs> I but uh, I know can't. that there was. There's always been this thing with him, and it's it's appeared in all the episodes. This is obviously the third episode, but when he talks with his wife, and his wife is is of course the straight opposite of Bishop Bond, mm-hmm. but um how she loves being that submissive role. Mm-hmm. Um and there was one part where he said he's talking to his wife and he said that women and he's uh, guess uh, quoting weaker the scripture vessel. wake of vessels yeah. and I mean, when he says these type of things, whether it's it's in the Bible and obviously you can spin it how you want, I think he spins it very spends hard, it <laughs> quite well, <laughs> yeah. spar hard on the fact that women have their place, and that was another thing that Bishop Vaughn had an issue with uh, when they had the powwow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's how he treats his wife, but in the, his daughters also. Um, in previous episodes, we've seen when they've been discussing, and they feel the same way because of how they're being up, you know, being brought up. Right. And oh yes, I definitely I'm I'm going to submit to my husband. Mm-hmm. You know this that and the other and they were. the question was posed about you know, whether we're a woman president and I mm-hmm. wouldn't vote for them and mm-hmm. all of these type of things and I personally have issue with that only because I don't think that you should lose yourself as a woman being strong and right. being independent right. and being all those things yes I think it's great that he's teaching them um, what a man should do for them mm-hmm. uh, when they become into a relationship but they shouldn't lose their self in their womanhood I agree with you well
3: me. I think it's a good balance of yin and yang between mm-hmm. the two because mm-hmm. if you're going to be submissive to a man then he's the perfect example to be submissive to if I had a daughter. Right. A guy like that that would come to the door, suited and booted, right. knock on the doors, <laughs> present himself correctly, go have some get some dinner, some lunch, whatever you guys are going to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a per- perfect balance in that particular situation. Mm-hmm. Now, if we have a single family household, mm-hmm. then yeah, I. That, that submissiveness to to men and doing what your Just man... Just because
4: would. he's a man. Yeah, right. you,
3: that's where it falls short. Right. That's where they get confused. That's where the young teenage women or girls get confused right. on. They submit to everybody, mm-hmm. every guy.
4: Well, I'm going to do whatever leader, There's say. leaders and there's followers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if a man is being a leader and, you know, he's doing his part, then, of course, you know, you, you have to... Cooperate and and just you know like work together. Right?
2: I just you know what I, I I never agree with Don Shelby. You know <laughs> I I you know I just I not a get, supporter. I, no, I'm not a supporter. <laughs> you know I, I definitely we have different ideals just because of our religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the date was amazing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was mm-hmm. you know very powerful for his right. daughter, and I yeah. I, and I thought it was great. You know that was yeah. the first time I ever was like you know what that was like the perfect thing to do, and I, I really agree with doing that. Yeah. But I just can't agree with this it's almost like a brainwashing in yeah. my opinion and mm-hmm. I'm not trying to you know knock them because I think that you know is that's what they believe in by yeah. all means we're all yeah. allowed to believe mm-hmm. what we want to mm-hmm. but I think it's just a brainwashing because they are trained to think that they are weaker vessels they're mm-hmm. lesser than men and they are supposed to complete him mm-hmm. you know there's no it's like almost in the way he talks to his wife and the way his wife talks to him the interaction is almost like there's uh, a master slave type of mm. respect in like there. it's not an equal
1: balance. Basically. No, it's not. not an equal balance.
2: And as for me, you know saying him and his wife are equally yoked. Mm. I think when you're equally yoked, Christ looks the same on you too, and your ideals align. And they are equally yoked from to but there there's not women like that and we should not be training women to be thinking that way. Well, he mm. comes from the Joe Jackson era, the
1: you know. Joe Jackson
3: I'm just
2: era. saying because even in the Jackson 5,
3: you know, Joe was the leader of the family, telling what the family what to do and he is that Don mm-hmm. is, I mean, if you saw the previous episodes, you saw him telling his kids what to do, what not to do, and things right. like but that. Well, is not what a father yeah, does. Yeah, that's but what with the iron fist. That's
1: different, though, in the sense of how the daughters are being treated. Right. My thing is the whole point with the daughters being taught yeah. to be super submissive and not have any type of relation to want to aspire to be anything, but right. that. that's what it feels like it is. Where's the when,
2: empowerment to be a CEO? The exactly. empowerment, empowerment to go to college and right. be a great woman, right. to be a strong woman by herself first and foremost where is that yeah. You know, it's like yeah. the ultimate goal is to be a yeah. subservient to a man, right? You know, I, you need more than that. Well, see, I Ooh. haven't
4: seen that much as far as like what he's been instilling. Mm-hmm. In well, the that's past what he has. So well, we're yeah. telling you, right? <laughs> but no, okay. it's
1: just been a situation where, again, I think uh, I think he's a great father. Mm-hmm. He obviously takes care of his family. He loves his family dearly.
2: At least he's I, not teaching I, yeah. them how
4: to twerk. Exactly. I mean, come on. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's
1: an
2: amazing father, and yeah. I think he's teaching them amazing yeah. things. Yeah. But you could see the meekness that that's, mm-hmm. that's in every woman
3: in that house. They have a certain meekness. You know what? I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I did see, like, a, almost a cultness mm-hmm. with, with him and the kids. All the kids kept saying, I want to meet a guy like my dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, almost to a, to the point of, that's kind of weird. Not necessarily, because I right. know that's what you want. You want somebody like your father. Right. You want someone, you know, as a man, I want right. like somebody like my mother because she's strong. But right. it's almost, they felt cultish to me the first couple episodes that I watched when they said
2: it more than once on, mm-hmm. They, if they don't measure up to my dad, I don't want right. him, like You know what? In it. And, and when Jeremiah talks about false gods, and I feel like that sometimes he, there he's go. raised up to there a false god, right? Mm-hmm. There, you there know, you go just yes. it's just so crazy. But it also says
4: honor thy father or Right. Honored honor him. him.
2: <laughs> but when we <laughs> make him <laughs> a false god, right? everything was about him. Everything yeah, yeah. I want, they want yeah. a man like him. Yeah. He's so great. No mm. one's like you. Yeah, honor yeah. him. Yeah. that's true. I What stood
1: out for me is when they had the women's luncheon, and when they were posing the questions to them about like I said, women in power and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And the daughters were basically saying, I wouldn't vote for a woman president. I feel like, you know, being totally submissive to my husband, mm-hmm. all of those type of things. So that stood out because they're amongst other women of God. Mm-hmm. And when they compare themselves, because them standing alone, it's like, oh, okay, well, I see that. But when you pair them and you put them in a situation where they're against other women of God that are doing amazing things and it doesn't seem right, then you have to kind of look at it for what it is. Yeah. And that's kind of how I see it in that situation. But, um, you know, we'll see how that develops. I'm mm-hmm. sure we're going to see more more about that, sure. and I'm sure he will probably, I, I don't want to get a predictions, we'll get into right. that later, but right. <laughs> that he's probably going to be challenged about, you know, some of his beliefs and some of the things he's doing. Yeah. So um, I want to get into uh, Bishop Langston um, and kind of how he was portrayed here in the show. Um, it starts off with him meeting with his spiritual father, Apostle Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a bishop elect at this point, and he's getting ready to become a full-fledged bishop. Mm-hmm. So he's talking to uh, his spiritual advisor, and he's kind of telling him that he kind of needs to kind of clean his house. Mm in the sense of if there's anything that's kind of holding you back, Any unforgiveness that's there, anything that's happened in your past that you need to deal with to do it now. So then when you become a bishop, that it doesn't, you know, hurt you or bring you down or Mm -hmm. things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I thought that was good advice. Um, I thought it was interesting that he was talking about his birth mother and we find out about his family history. Mm -hmm. He did say he grew up in the streets earlier, um, kind of in the first episode and that he's, you know, a product of that. He's kind of come from that, given his life over to the Lord. But we do find out that his mother was killed, Mm -hmm. uh, murdered Mm -hmm. in the streets. Um, and he was raised by his aunt. Mm -hmm. Uh, which was really powerful Um, and he visits his mom's grave I I think it was it was good to see that side of him Mm -hmm. because I think initially and again we're all being introduced to these characters Uh, it hasn't been a whole lot we don't know a whole lot about them but with him he kind of had this air about him I felt like where it was like I came from the streets you know, and it's good to see that a vulnerable side of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think anybody that's in a position of power, you have to understand you came from something yep. and you can't negate that. Um, but I thought it was good for him to kind of talk. I want to see what you feel about his discussion with our friend, Pastor Bullock, mm-hmm. and how that went. Because earlier when he was talking to him, you know, it didn't go so well. Right. It didn't go so well, um,
3: well this time. Yeah. I mean, could. to be honest with you, he kept, no, it didn't. Bullock kept cutting him off yeah. and mm-hmm. wanting to get his point across. Man, Bullock is turn up. Mm-hmm. No matter what conversation right. he has with anyone, he's going to turn it up. But back to Langston, he he was trying his hardest just to just to get what he wanted to say out and get this off his chest. Like mm-hmm. you said, his, his his spiritual father told him to do this, so mm-hmm. he was basically reaching out. Like let me clean let me clean up my house with mm-hmm. you because I have an issue with you. Mm-hmm. I Have an issue with uh, my uh, my mother, which right. is my aunt, really. Right. So he was trying to clear those things up. Mm-hmm. But really, Bullock was really being a little you know he was he was he being a little hard time. on him, yeah. and it was hard to 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 be on Book's side because he's so real, I like the guy. Yeah. You know, I need, I need to see more of him. Yeah. I like him, but at this particular point, he didn't need to be so combative. Mm-hmm. And I like that uh, Langston went down there to the cemetery and was mm-hmm. talking to his mom. I actually mm-hmm. teared up because yeah. that was a special he's moment. Such- mm-hmm. It's hard to get into reality TV sometimes because when he was talking to his aunt, his slash mother, mm-hmm. um, it was like, why did you wait so long or wait for TVs to roll to have this to conversation, have conversation with her? So I, you kind of threw me off for a minute. Mm-hmm. But then when you went down to the cemetery, no matter what, a script rope. you couldn't mm-hmm. you couldn't script no. the true feelings that ha- came out when he was talking right. to his mom and he was saying mommy and everything. So I really felt him in that moment. Yeah. Well, right. I that, think that too, made me like yeah. him more. Right.
1: I think too, um, and I agree. I think uh, too with him talking to his mother, his aunt mother um, in the sense that I think that was more of a product, not so much the show, but more of a product of what his spiritual advisor told him to do mm-hmm. to kind of clean his house and obviously you could tell that that was a deep rooted issue with him yeah. and the fact that even when they were having that discussion, you know he knew at 10 but didn't say anything until he was 20. Mm-hmm. So there was mm-hmm. a 10 year gap of when he was kind of holding in how he felt about the situation and didn't really say anything until he was 20 and then he, you know, told his his, his aunt right mm-hmm. about I what think- happened and then she was <clears throat> just like oh my gosh i didn't know you were holding this okay. for so long and he was still technically holding it yep. because he had to get out what he was going to say i think that's a recurring issue with him
2: first of all wow you know he's about to be consecrated which is uh-huh. an amazing thing as i'm really happy for him right. but i think that it's a recurring theme of him holding things in mm-hmm. you know with each character you kind of see them their true color show up when mm-hmm. they're when they're you were talking mm-hmm. it's almost if he scripts himself He's never completely real. You know, yeah. everything is kind of a a, a certain tone, mm-hmm. a certain a choice of words. Yeah. Sometimes we need to see the real you. Yeah, let because, it go. Just let it go yeah. because mm-hmm. he's still holding all that on. You yeah. know, right. like, and, and becoming a bishop, you know, leaders in ministry internalize all the things that people are bringing to them. Because mm-hmm. everybody wants them to pray over them. Everybody wants to tell their problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He needs to have some type of release for himself mm-hmm. in order to not internalize his whole ministry, right. you know, and all their feelings. Mm. And he always does that, keeping things inside. Mm. That's a recurring thing with him. And although he did express some words, you can tell that all the walls are not down yet. Mm. Right, right. Well, so no, you-
1: yeah. I mean, when he was talking with his his mother and he was saying these things, she was very emotional. He was very stoic. Mm. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I agree with you on that. But I also think it's difficult because you want to kind of uphold an image. And I'm not saying that if he was to break down <laughs> and be real, that's going to taint his image. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times, if you you're in that position um, where you, you know, are a leader in the community, a leader of a church, he's getting ready to be ordained as a bishop, um, he feels like, okay, well, I need to have this heir apparent about me, when that's not necessarily the case, but I think that that's what he may feel, and we've seen it, you know, in, in priest of LA, there was a, a couple of pastors that didn't really kind of deal with themselves and issues that they had going on in their families, they kind of kept everything at surface level, and you never saw really any true emotion with them, you never saw it, and we see it with him, you know, until I think he went to the gravesite. Yeah. Yeah. and I think that's it, where it he be- did kind of right. kind it began of to, to unravel and, yeah. 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 That. And, that, yeah.
3: and like I said because that part was real which made me like him more mm-hmm. so you're you're absolutely right if they right. just take off that cloth take off that cover take off that suit take off that face and be real on reality TV man exactly. they, we would definitely feel them and feel their pain and feel what they're going through. the reason why they have the show is to show you
2: Show us the real you. People what? would feel the church more. The, if they uh, yeah, They weren't, weren't putting pastors and bishops on pedestals that yeah. they don't belong yeah, on. Exactly. They're human. Yes, yeah. Right. yeah, let go. Let which go. Is, when you let which go. is
1: yeah, which is why I think shows like this are important because they do kind of show the real essence mm-hmm. or attempt to <laughs> whether everybody wouldn't agree with that but right. I understand right. I, I mean I think that to some degree and I think that there's huge disparity yeah. between the two mm-hmm. um, it's mixed emotions about that but I think part of the goal in creating this type of show is to kind of show behind the veil or behind mm-hmm. you know the, the scenes of these pastors with, yeah. with them with they're their families right. then yeah. dealing yeah. with real issues yeah. because typically you see them they're just in the pulpit mm-hmm. you know if you go to their church you see them in the pulpit you may get a chance to have a meeting with them in their office but again you're not going to see behind that yeah. you know unless yeah. they show and I also
4: think it, it like, humanizes them more. Sure. It, it brings them back to sure. a, a relatability. Sure. So, you know, it's like, they're also people just like the, the membership, you right. know, right. so the congregation. So, Absolutely. You, I just, know.
2: you know, from him being from the streets, you know, a lot of people are deterred from ministry and being in the church, you know, mm-hmm. that are from the streets. And it would have been so much more powerful, like Pastor Mo, you know, from the previous episode, mm-hmm. to be your real self and show them that. I don't have to take my cool off to be with Jesus. Right. Amen. Amen. I can be one. me. Yeah. I can have this right. identity because he right. already created me divinely. Right. But I can be myself yeah. whenever, wherever, no matter what. Right. And right. still preach the word and still right. be a believer. Right. Amen. And that's what he needs to do. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I dig it.
1: No, and, and, and that's a prime example how what Bullock does. And, and speak, I was going to say the yeah. same
3: thing. You exactly. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Bullock, yeah. um, I did get a chance to interview him Man. Um, on Monday. And it was great. Uh, he's a really good guy. He was very down to earth. He basically was just like he is on TV. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, he is the epitome of what you see on TV. He was the same guy. He didn't have any problem dealing with some of the uh, the issues or, you know, kind of things that were controversial mm-hmm. about him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things we had talked about is, <laughs> you know, him saying that Jesus was black, black basically. Yeah. And, like and if Jesus was black and in America, it would be David lot. You know what? <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> what I love that. I <laughs> love
2: that because he drops knowledge. and yeah. he, he lets you dissect the words. And he's like, mm-hmm. I said it this way right. for a specific reason right. to, that you see it this right. way. I'm not saying that I am, but he said, if he were, you know, Mm -hmm. he's like, I'm, he, you know, hypothesizing basically. I wouldn't say, you know. I I can see how people can get
3: offended with what he said if they didn't decide, you know, uh, dissect it like Mm -hmm. you say. And a lot of viewers Probably didn't, mm-hmm. of course. Didn't take it for surface value. And you that's know, what they did. Especially so to he said he would
4: be the black Jesus.
1: He's saying basically if <laughs> Jesus was, was, was now was in America today. and okay. he was black, okay. then his name would be, we'll be David G- Bullock. G- yes, right. That's that's what he said That's what he said everybody. That's the reaction of a lot of people, probably.
2: Everybody, you know, all the all the yeah. comments on the, on the YouTube are saying, you know, we're we're super supporters of David and you know, somebody else needs to come in. Now, we didn't necessarily agree with that, you know. And
3: well, you know, everybody's not gonna agree with you. Yeah,
2: It's cool.
1: They're taking it for face value
2: again, you know what I'm saying? But I just love that he dropped knowledge. He told us about some books to read. Like Mm -hmm. if you watch that interview, you're gonna get so much more. Yeah,
1: it was a good interview. And like I said, he he definitely defended any of the things that you know I asked him questions on. What I really liked about him, which we don't really see too much with the other preachers, that he's very adamant about helping his city. He's very adamant yep. on the show. He talked to us about, about the street. Yeah, exactly. Yep. He talked to us about some really interesting things about how uh, the work that he's doing in Flint, Michigan, mm-hmm. particularly. Ooh, that's, uh, that's even uh, worse than about, Detroit. Yeah, it's crazy. And plate. like the water and how the water is yeah. not good for them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, so this drive that he's doing to kind of help, you know, uh, the water system. And we talked about the government system and how it's set up because he had brought up in one of the espo- episodes excuse me, about how, you know, some of them don't have the right to vote, which I was like, I didn't understand that. I didn't need a 10 episode. Yeah, so, yeah, and so yeah. he broke that down, yeah. uh, and really well, and mm-hmm. just showed exactly how that happened, yeah. how that could happen in, the, in their city. So mm-hmm. it was a really great interview. Make sure you tune in and watch that. Um, like that, I, that I said, totally. if you want to get to know more about him, uh, tune in. Like I said, subscribe to our YouTube channel; it's going to be on there. Uh, you can look for it. I would love uh, to see that. Interview. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, now I think it's good to get into predictions. Let's do that. Let's go into okay. predictions. <laughs>
0: All right. And now you're after Buzz TV.
1: Before we start on predictions, um, I want to know: Is where is Timothy Alden? Where yeah. is this man at? <laughs> right? He next episode. I like, I, <laughs> I mean, mean like, it's he, like. He, first he, of all, this is the third episode. He's the missing. He was like. Two seconds of the pilot episode well, because they yeah. had to put him in, mm-hmm. and then we've had two episodes and he hasn't shown up. We did see the previews; he's going to be in the next episode talking about you know abstinence, you know his his drive, what right. he talks about. I saw the lead in, but yeah. I'm like, yo, what, like is is he being hated on or like what's no, going I on? I just
2: think that you know Detroit is, his ministry has a certain message, and uh-huh. I'm not sure if Detroit has abstinence. latched onto it. Of course, but uh-huh. I'm not sure if Detroit has necessarily latched onto it with the type mm-hmm. of community that they're in. So I mean, or the be, show, you know, hasn't latched on it'll be it. it'll be different. For him to be in different arenas, where you know he may be a, a more powerful, you know, speaker than the other ones. You know, uh-huh. it's, just, it's arenas. It's it's a, it's a community that you're in.
1: I think it's just interesting because. I don't know that there's much. We know that with, with television shows like this, reality shows, they feed off drama. Mm-hmm. You know, we watch it for the sake of the drama, the things that happen, the arguments, all of those kinds of things, the disagreements that happen with between cast members. Mm-hmm. And I think with him, because of what his ministry may be about, I don't think he's had a good place in the show. Mm-hmm. For instance, I mean that's just my opinion, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, not yet. My yeah. <laughs> opinion. I think there's been more going on in the lives of the other cast members, yeah. which is why they've had. You know, more on them. But anyway, I just was throwing that out there. Um so we'll start with you, Gary. What is your prediction kinda going on up next with some of these cast members? Humans. Humans. Humans.
2: I I think we're about to see who is human. We're gonna see some real things, especially with you know, Bishop Vaughn's relationship, Uh um, uh Pastor Bola going on a date, Uh um the consecration. We're about to really see that pastors are human. Let's let's take them off this godly pedestal mm-hmm. that we put, we're putting them on these mm-hmm. expectations of them to being these perfect people. Mm-hmm. And let's see that they're real people, you know, underneath the cloth. Okay. Um, I'm ready to see yeah. that, you know? yeah. and I think that everyone's walls are going to start coming down. You know, Dorinda, I think I definitely think some walls need to come down with yeah. her. So, mm. I, I'm excited to see that. So
1: you see her open up more. Yes. Okay.
2: You know, yeah. just you know, just her interaction with her daughter, her uh-huh. husband, things. I think things will be revealed as to who she really is because I think a lot is blocked out from okay. her being a Clark sister and you know mm. the yeah. role people put her up at. Sure. Mm,
1: yeah. Okay. TK, what do you think?
4: I'm with him, Uh, you know, and I definitely want to see, you know, just like the evolution of, you know, Bishop Vaughn's relationship, Mm. and hopefully they can bring it together. Can I tell us what Gil does? Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to find out what
4: Gil does. (laughs) I'm
3: telling you, that's tough. You ain't got no job.
4: (laughs) He's living a happy, retired life.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bobby's rolling a Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, sir? You You know, know, um... You know, the the Clark sisters was so famous back in the day. Mm -hmm. And still are. Karen Karen is everything. And still are. I see... My prediction is I think she's going to try to get her daughter...
2: On some tracks. Wait a minute! Did you mm. hear her daughter? Yeah. No,
3: I, I, but, <laughs> but, but 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 that's my prediction. Ooh. But
2: that's my prediction. My prediction this is that's not her
3: ministry. That ain't her
0: ministry. Wait, that's she, had, her voice. Voice. A, that is. she yeah. had a voice. She had a voice. I don't know if she'd be right. So, I don't know if she be on so I don't wax. Know. I don't so I was like, that's listen, follow me.
1: <laughs>
3: I can definitely see. You know, I definitely want to see more of Bullock. Bullock is uh-huh. real the reason why I really tune in. That right. guy right there. Right. Not only is he's turn up and he's you know, controversial, he does speak a lot of truth. Mm-hmm. You know he he calls those guys out. I'm waiting for him to call the next yeah. guy out. When he yeah. called the guys out on having uh, Rolls Royces and right. big houses and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that was what we were thinking as mm-hmm. viewers. Mm-hmm. So he's always speaking for the viewer in my opinion. So right. I, my prediction is that he's gonna he's gonna push the envelope even more yeah. every mm-hmm. episode,
1: absolutely.
4: And I would like to see him outreach into the city as well. Mm-hmm. And, Did you see and, you the food know, drop? The I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love right. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we're Detroit. definitely gonna see. Ooh. Yeah, we're definitely gonna then, see more of him doing that. I personally think that we're gonna see a lot of bull just because I can't see him not being an mm-hmm. integral part of the show mm-hmm. I think he'll sh- I can definitely see him part of every episode if not you know almost every episode mm-hmm. um, just because of what he brings to the table as a matter of fact speaking of the interview we had um, he when he had his uh, casting interview uh, with the casting director of the show and she just I can't remember what he told me he said but he said something and she just fell out and the computer fell on the ground uh-huh. she's like oh we gotta have him on the show yeah <laughs> so he was just you know shooting and and a lot of it was a lot of um, kind of like maybe not not Knowing being iffy because he was younger than everybody. If you notice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone's you know generally more older, with the exception of that's why they don't length-sated respect length-sated him together. too much, right? Exactly. You know, because he's
3: younger, but that's the only right. thing they can say, right? But you know, he's what? in his word, but, he knows he's word. In his
2: word, and he knows it. And you know mm-hmm. what, we need that right now. But and I, I respect all of them, I think right. they have amazing ministries, But right. millennials need faith right now, we, right. it's a driving thing that mm-hmm. we need God right now, and mm-hmm. in, the, in the community, in the entertainment industry, in so many ways mm-hmm. that Bullock would be so pivotal in yeah. that, right? And if once this show really yeah. hits and he started going around. Around the world, mm-hmm. he's gonna change lives. You can see a humble salvation on right. so many people in our age group, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, I agree. I also think that, um, as I said before, I think Pastor Shelby is gonna be challenged, mm-hmm. um, with kind of mm-hmm. his, his, uh, his ministry of um submission, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just kind of how, just from uh, probably a lot of the other pastors, yeah, I think we're gonna see that. Um, the sons, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. someone's yeah. yeah. gonna come for the sons, he's going the son's gonna, yeah, he's gonna step yeah. out,
3: he's gonna lash out, Because right. they're gonna bump heads, teenagers with dads usually bump heads anyway. I don't know, like you said, I don't know how uh-huh. Don is going to take that right. on there.
1: And we haven't seen a lot of the sons yet either. Yeah, um, and we see that. I also am looking forward to that date with uh, Bullock and the person he's going out with because I think that's going to be. I I'm having a date. Five. Yeah, this yeah. oh, was in like earlier previews. What? Oh, that's right. He's, so he's going to be a he need, he
3: need, he need a he need a yeah. first lady, and yeah.
2: yeah. so he started a date, huh? So he's so going to go. Well, honestly, we've already seen your interview, so we know that he's still single. So I got to go see.
1: I got to go see your interview. I got to go see the interview. Yeah, he's still single technically, but. I just, I think it's going to be great TV. That's all I'm going to say. Right. But anyway, um, but that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. We definitely want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, I've been your host, Lim Gonzalez. You can find me uh, on social media, at, on Twitter and Instagram, at The Poet Saint. Patrick you, sir, Paul.
3: Again. You can find me at Patrick Paul and at Patrick Paul uh, <laughs> from my Instagram and my Twitter and my website, Patrick Paul, P-A-T-R-I-C, no K. There it is. <laughs> I'm
4: TK Murphy at Forever TK.
2: I am Gary Thomas, so I am Gary Thomas at Instagram and Twitter,
0: and I am GaryThomas.com.
1: Awesome. Make sure you tune in next week. We want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you. And we'll see you later.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.